Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host, menacingly floating in the sky. <laughs> On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order. <laughs> seen by, oh, gosh, okay, God, stop grabbing my ankle. <laughs> Until the end of time. Just picture you like Edwin and Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm down on the floor again, um, what what are we talking about today? Uh, Today we are talking about Eternals. I almost said what season we're in, but that's not right. That's Um, not right, yeah. We're talking about the movie Eternals. You're going to start at 2.42, and you're going to end at 4 minutes and 51 seconds. We are in 5000 BCE Mesopotamia still. Mm -hmm. And here's what happens. Boy is cleaning a fish. Then the lookouts start shouting. <laughs> he calls to his dad, who tells him to run, and then is promptly eaten by a deviant. Mm-hmm. Icarus blasts that deviant away, and the boy is about to get eaten by another de- another one, but Makari comes and whisks him and a bunch of others away. Kingo starts shooting and fireballing, and Gilgamesh and Thena team up to take down one of the lizardy ones. I guess let's get the powers out of the way. Here's We talked about them in the last episode, but in this, in this scene, we see Icarus use laser eyes and, fr- and flying. Gilgamesh mm-hmm. is punch good. Makari <laughs> is fast. Kingo has finger guns and Hadouken. And Thena has light weapons. <laughs> oh, that's very good. See, that's uh, what should be on the official wiki. Okay. What is the likelihood that Camille Nanjiani was allowed to pick the movements of the re- unleashing of his powers? I think what he probably did was he probably kept saying, oh, so like Hadouken. They're like, no, you can't say that. You're not allowed to use that. He's like, okay, but it's Hadouken. They're like, no. And he's like, Kamehameha. And they're like, we don't have the rights to that either. You've got to stop. But he, he's, he's like, also I'm like, going to use something. Pew, pew. He would go pew, pew. And they're like, oh, we for can't. Sure. We can't. He probably definitely said pew. And they had to go, you got to stop. Stop saying pew. <laughs> What's funny, here's a funny piece of trivia. You never see uh, Kingo's face when he's firing finger guns. Because he's going pew. And they had to uh, cut that. Yep. All right. Um, so then uh, here are the deviants we see. We see an iguanodon deviant, which is who eats the dad, uh, has this sort of spined, uh, fr- the sail spine uh, mm-hmm. thing. We see a dragon deviant, and we see two more lizards ones. Some symbolism in, we have some sun symbolism, some sun symbolism, because Icarus comes flying out of the sun to punch mm-hmm. the dragon one. And then in the last shot of the scene, he is in front of the sun as he slowly descends. Yep. I also noted the way Gilgamesh takes Thena's hand after they've won. I wrote, so fancy. The, yep. the look on his face is like, m'lady, but not in like a fedora way, but in a like right. actual cool way. Like an actual like, <laughs> uh, sh- you know, chivalry Chivalrous type way. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in a non-chauvinist chivalry way, which is a, yes. a weird. Uh, like genuine, you mean? Like yeah. oh, being right. genuine, right. Being, a, being a real person. Right, exactly. <laughs> Crazy that, uh, that an eternal is more human than most people. <laughs> All right, and he, here is uh, some brief. Avengers Ensemble. The boy, okay. yes, is played by Zayn Al Rafia. Um, he is an actor known for his role in Kafarnaum from 2018. He was a Syrian refugee when he was discovered in the streets of Beirut by director Nadine Labaki. At the time, his life shared similarities with that of his character of the same name. He and his family have since been resettled in Norway. Cool. Yeah. Uh, The dad is 
Yeah, exactly. It's, it's nice to see like, wow, they cast him in a movie and also like, got him out of a him. really horrible yeah. situation. The dad is played by someone whose name is Alberto Falcon Rodriguez, which is that's rad. Just amazing. And that this is the thing that he's in. So no, the Falcon doesn't get to fly in any other movie so far. But uh, he was extremely grounded in this one. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but tasty, tasty performance. Uh, so uh, Makari whisks the boy away and deposits him next mm-hmm. to a grandma. Uh, who we <laughs> Just see a grandma. His, yeah. Presumably, you know. Presumably uh, we, him, we try but... not to use the possessive, your grandma. We try to use the general, a grandma. Um, that's a Fight Club reference. Um, it's, our, it's our grandma, right? Right, exactly. That's all of our grandma. All, all, all y'all grandma. So she is played by someone named Ascension Martinez Rubio. It looks like Ascension, but... I gave it a little uh, spin on it because Ascension Martinez Rubio is too wild for me. (laughs) Let's talk about 5000 BCE Mesopotamia. Okay, let's talk about it. So um, I found a map. Okay. Where in 5000, like I basically found what what were the various cultures in 5000 BCE in Mesopotamia. And there are four circles, like four regions. So I picked- any of them by the water? And that was what I looked. There is a- the one that 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 is into, I think it's the Persian Gulf, but the big body of water uh, that isn't mm-hmm. the one that isn't mostly landlocked with some rivers, the two rivers, you know, the Tigris and the Euphrates, Mesopotamia, seventh grade, <laughs> is a culture called the uh, Ubaid or Ubaid culture, U-B-A-I-D. And more specifically, from 5400 to 4700 BCE, uh, this is the phase called Ubaid I, uh, sometimes called Eridu which corresponds to the city Eridu in the extreme south of Iraq on what was then the shores of the Persian Gulf. This phase, showing clear connection to the Samara culture to the north, saw the establishment of the first permanent settlement south of the five-inch rainfall, Isohyet. These people pioneered the growing of grains in the extreme conditions of aridity, thanks to the high water tables of southern Iraq. So basically, this is the first desert culture. The pe- first people that made it, that actually lived and grew stuff in a non it rains all the time uh, place. Cool, cool. Around 5000 BC, BCE, the Ubaid culture spread into northern Mesopotamia and was adopted by the Halaf culture. This is known as the Halaf Ubaid transitional period of northern Mesopotamia because sometimes you just call something what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There is scholarly disagreement. So in the in the in the scene in the episode. In the scene, um, the lookouts start shouting in Sumerian. And the, the mm-hmm. subtitles say, shouting in Sumerian. They're saying, you know, hey, run, 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 run. Yeah. Presumably, the dad also says in Sumerian, run. And so uh, it says, there is scholarly disagreement as to when the Sumerian presence began in the region. Although it is generally assumed that the Sumerian language was used in southern Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia by the late Uruk period. Some scholars believe that the Sumerians migrated to the area as late as 3600 BCE, whereas others believe that the Sumerian presence goes back to the very early Ubaid period or even prior to that. The people that, that, you know, worked on this movie clearly are in the second camp, um, that the Sumerians were already there. So I did all this research that was a lot of sort of, I don't know, there was a C behind him. And here's the date. Wikipedia, show me what you got. So I reached out. To Dr. Martin Worthington, who is an Irish professor, an Assyriologist, 
He studies okay. the region. Who was the Babylonian and Sumerian consultant on the movie Eternals. That is cool, James. <laughs> Colin, I have an article uh, for you about Babylon that I'm going to send you after this. Uh, he is famous for, uh, well, he did some, some real cool stuff for the movie Eternals uh, that is really awesome. Um, I sent him an email, though, that said basically, hey, I see a bunch of stuff about you with regards to Babylon, but it says that you're also a Sumerian consultant. Did you do some work with the Sumerian parts in, in the first scene? Also, what would that have been? Also, is Ubaid one phase correct? And this is what he said. I got this email this afternoon. That probably is cool. Oh, we should say this is January oh, yeah. 15th. 2022 right i got it probably it's right right now 11 33 i've got it probably 10 hours ago wow dear james thank you for your email i did do the sumerian translations for the initial scenes but was not otherwise involved in them in the absence of written records which only begin circa 3400 bce and even then the earliest ones are pictures which could represent any language It's hard to prove or disprove who was speaking what in Mesopotamia in 5000 BCE. But Sumerian, as the oldest written language known in Mesopotamia or anywhere, is as close as we can get. If you're interested in the Ubaid period, you may find this book useful. It's freely available online. And then he linked me to a book called Beyond the Ubaid Transformation and Integration in the Late Prehistoric Societies of the Middle East. Wow. Yeah. And then he said, let me know. If there is anything else I can help you with, all good wishes, Martin. So, Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Dr. Martin, Martin Worthington. That's awesome. So in the article that I am going to send you, you can talk about what it's about when we get to Babylon. Okay. Uh, but it is from an Irish uh, publication, because he is Irish. He teaches at the University sure. of Dublin. Yeah. This article basically frames Eternals as that movie Irishman Barry Keoghan is in and also other people, I guess, like Angelina Jolie and, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, Salma Hayek. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the Barry Keoghan names. movie yeah. Eternals, which also features... <laughs> Maybe you've heard of them, eh, you know. Eh. And then it has no Barry. a bunch of Barry K pictures of him, like, at, in Dublin at the theater he went to as a kid where there's big Eternals like stuff up and stuff. That's really cool though. I it like that. It is super cool but it's hilarious to be like Irishman Barry and, Keoghan yeah. and the rest. I don't know. <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So that is uh, the shot that I took after randomly seeing his name at the bottom of the IMDb page and he That's turned awesome. out to be super awesome. Dr. Martin Worthington. That's all I have. I can give you no more than someone who worked directly on the film. I, that's, that's all I can do. So wow, if you James, want to take it to some social media. Yeah, you've already outshined me on this one. So I guess I'm going to get us out of here. If you want to hear more about this podcast and find out about other episodes that we're posting and such, you can follow us at Timeline Scav on Twitter and on Instagram and see um, when we do things like uh, share some panels from comics that we're reading at the time. You can also follow the network that we're a part of, uh, the Scavengers Network, at ScavengersNet. And you can find uh, me on Twitter at Colin M. Parker. James, where can people find you? You can find me at Unabashed James. 
Does Martin have a Twitter by any chance? No. no. Okay, that's fine. Just check. I looked. Checking. There are two other Martin Worthingtons, though, that um, oh. I didn't tweet at. Okay, good. But I had to very quickly confirm that they were not him. And that would have been not. wild. Yeah. They just start responding with just the craziest of shit. You're like, that doesn't sound <laughs> historically accurate. <laughs> now, if you do want something historically accurate, you can currently, in this day and age, find Nick Bramall, the guy who made the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of this podcast. You can find him on Twitter at nbramald, B-R-A-M-A-L-D, and at nickbramaldcomposer.co.uk. But that's going to do it for us on this episode and on this show for the time being. So thank you so much for joining us. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Excelsior. How do you say that in Mesopotamia or Sumerian? Hold on. Uh, Dear Dr. Martin Worthington. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.